Welcome to Hollywood, baby. This is the place where the lights shine bright. And people come from all over the world to live out their dreams. But that's not what this show's about. You see, we believe we are all on a journey of healing. It starts with understanding your experience as a perspective. It understands that the only two perspectives are love and fear. And it constantly chooses love. Sometimes it's pretty. Sometimes it's gritty. But the journey always continues. This is Healing in Hollywood. Understanding God. It's a heavy one. A heavy one. Um, but first, I'll give you guys a little, um, a bit of our intention. As we jump into um, this podcast, we want to allow you guys to understand a little bit of the frame of mind that we are in, a little bit of where we are coming from, which you'll also discover as we interview and talk with people um, throughout the podcast. But we wanted to do kind of this preseason that was all around understanding um, different topics and different subjects that we often talk about and how they relate to our lives. So starting it out with the foundation, God. Yeah. And our understanding of what that means and how that plays into our life. Awesome. I think one of the things that I first, that first comes to mind when I think about this topic is how the word God can be um, a trigger or yeah, the word God has been used in so many ways that um, even saying it automatically uh, can f make it feel like it, it means something or there's maybe this implied meaning of what people mean when they say God. Mm -hmm. um, so I always think of that when I, when I mention the word, say the term God in public spaces because I know it can be such a loaded word and comes with a lot depending on who you're talking to. Yeah, because, I mean, even in just my... I guess background like my mother she's Jehovah's Witness so her reference is at least from what I understand is to call God by his name which is biblically Jehovah I think that's <laughs> what I understand um but yeah completely know what you mean that's so interesting um yeah like the the religious <laughs> connotation I think you know even in being comfortable and saying and it's comfortable saying it on this this podcast, I think I had to unlearn a lot of what my understanding of God was. Um, Do you remember what, what that understanding was? Like, I'm sure it changed and evolved over time, but I guess from maybe your most recent, you know, time that it evolved or maybe that transitional time, do you remember what you used to believe about Oh, yeah, absolutely. God was this uh, man that sat in the sky that <laughs> uh, created the world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, everything he needed to say was written inside of the Bible. Yeah. And uh, nothing else nope. uh, that he had to say, uh, uh, that started and finished it. Let's yeah. say that. Closed book. The end, beginning uh, and the end. Beginning and the ending. If you had any questions, go to that. Yeah. Um, so if he spoke to you, it would map you back to a scripture. Yeah. Um, it was for. a God that sat ho high and looked low. Yeah. Um, he was a God that uh, could send you to hell, could uh, destroy a city yep. uh, if if you were uh, not doing holy things. Or try him in um, his time. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, he certainly was someone to be feared, which was also seen as a good thing in my learning of God was that yeah. you were supposed to fear him. That's what they say. Um, and that meant you somehow respected who he was. Yeah. Cause so, yeah, I was a little terrified, especially as a um, young black gay boy. Well, here's my question. Is that not God? Um, that's God I mean, to some people. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, certainly stuff that you you just said sounds familiar to me. Um, growing up in 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 Alabama and then South Florida, and to your point, you know, knowing nothing outside of maybe church or choir rehearsal or what my grandmother, you know what I mean, was able to impart to my young parents who were trying to raise me, like. Yeah, God was what I could physically make him based on what was around and what I had been told. Yeah. And then you 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 at some point get out into the world and 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 then have to to figure figure him out a little bit more and, and kinda question some of those things that you were told and 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 really reevaluate this person or this being that you are trying to respect or keep in your mind or do as you were told all from your experience that's not always the case yeah yeah so needless to say it took a lot of um pain and and growth and experience to learn that that version of god did not serve me and I don't know how any other way to say that, but it didn't serve, it didn't affirm, it didn't, um, I knew that there had to be something else and maybe my spirit knew something new to seek. Um, and for me, I think one of the biggest pivots in how I saw God um, came from uh, Pastor Mike Walren at First Corinthian Baptist Church, and I think in where in New York, oh. in Harlem. Shout out to FCBC. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I think what what I remember most about the shift in perspective had less to do with who he was telling me God was, but more so giving me the freedom to ask questions that I never asked before mm. um, about what I was reading, about how I was perceiving and experiencing God and how I had come to form that idea. And I think part of the fear of the God that I was introduced to was that you couldn't question him. And it's so funny because a lot of the ways that I feel like I learned about God was very similar to the parenting style of, of my parents. So, uh, you know, when it came to asking, I wasn't in a household where you were supposed to ask questions of adults. So well, we, were we in, in, well, I think being a black child, were any of us in houses where you were supposed to ask questions? Well, you know, I don't want to generalize, but I would say a lot of friends that I have <laughs> uh, grew up 
Yeah, I didn't, we weren't. <laughs> I was the only child, and not a, nothing in my childhood uh, anybody told me allowed me to ask any questions, especially yeah. to any adult. Yeah. So uh, interesting. Yeah. That you. <laughs> you know, so so when you when you come to that, it's like, well, I'm not even comfortable asking my parents, who are in authority in physical in this physical earth realm above me. That's shunned upon. So when they tell you, you know, it's not wise to question God. And I don't even know where some of these things come from. I mean, they may be in the Bible. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, that was that was the fear. You know, I mean, I haven't read the Bible cover cover, so it could be in there somewhere, you know, um, just not one I need to quote often. Um, so, yeah. So I think being able to just ask human uh, questions, to be curious um, to know, to want to know more intimately this creator. And how old were you when you when when you were at this church and that was kind of your mm. revelation? I started uh, 23, 23, 24. Mm. Yeah, 23, 24. Um, yeah, because I moved to New York when I was 23. So this is probably definitely 24. I would say solid into it in 24. Um, but long story short, you know, just being able to ask those questions to, to want to know how the Bible was put together, uh, you know, who, who wrote it. Um, I think in a lot of ways, I understood the humanity of the Bible through that experience Mm -hmm. and the humanity of the Bible allowed me to realize that. Um, taking nothing away from the experiences that people shared or the stories or whatever, however you choose to look at it, because my, my, I've evolved a lot. Uh, but more so to say that I realized that a human wrote it and I too was human. And so it allowed me to think about what my own experiences with God were like outside of the Bible, And I think that is where I began seeking, um, opening my mind up to other things. Um, And I remember this book that um, we had a book club at the church and pastor had us read this book called If the Church Were Christian. Hmm. And that book, oh my gosh, is so powerful because it simply just shares the walk of Jesus, what he did. And it holds up a mirror to us and says, are we walking in the way that Jesus said and asked for us to walk? And it it illuminated a lot of things for me because I think a lot of times then I started to realize like, oh, okay, well, you know, sometimes people are specifically in church is more comfortable worshiping Jesus than actually following what he says to do and how he moved and, and, um, Without going too deep into it, I mean, I think that's what just opened me up to just hear in a different way. Um, And obviously, 10 years later, uh, so many things have impacted that. But needless to say, uh, that's that was kind of like my shift in understanding God during that time of my life. It's interesting. I think you said earlier um Something about, uh, well, at least when you were talking about questioning God and something, I think you said something, um, may like let you know that there was more or made you feel like 
that that God that you were being told about or taught didn't affirm who you were or didn't speak to you. And I'm curious if that's how you felt then or if that's the language you have now. I'm only asking because for me, I never thought that. I didn't think that that there was another way to think about God. I thought that it was me. Mm, mm. And for everything that it was was given to me and told to me and everything I was brought up in, I thought it was me. And there was no alternate way to think about God or (laughs) this this idea that, oh, well, what the way that someone is describing him to me doesn't sound like what I think it should sound like or doesn't make me feel any, you know what I mean? Like I didn't, didn't know that that was an option or that that was a way I could think. I just for so long thought it was only the way it was told to me is the way it was. And so I was always the one who would have to conform. And, and just as I grew up knowing like, okay, well, some things, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't know that I'll ever live, um, live uh this this life that I think I'm supposed to according to what I've been told and I think it I think it was less of of thinking that I was allowed to think one way and more being curious and inquisitive in another way and saying okay well if all these other people are out here like what's what's what are they thinking like is everybody else just out here like damn, am I really going to hell? Like, did everybody just make good with that and just decide it's going to live their lives just, you know, because yeah. <laughs> what, what's in the Bible or what they've been told they can't sign up for, it's just kind of impossible. So for the longest, it was just kind of like, well, I thought God sat over here. And, you know, I, I think my transition came in just being a uh, put into situations where I realized the first thing I did was call on him and then questioning that and questioning myself about why, oh, I want to call on him now. I'm not out here calling on him when it's all good, you know, and trying to figure that out. And I think somewhere in there and with time and experience started to look back at stuff and, and be reminded like, well, look, he got me through this. Or, you know, I did call on him for that and look where I am now. And it was, it's funny because for so long it's never looked um the way I thought it was supposed to look or how I would have it look any of it and at the same time when I look back and I'm thinking about it um I can see it in a different way and and the way that I see that he's kind of shaped and lined up or or you know been a part of my journey so far then I then I see him and then it helps me understand it's almost like I go into a deeper level of understanding him mm-hmm. because then he leaves this place, this physical thing that I can look at and it becomes about seeing him and then understanding I can see him in th- certain things um, and look back and see where he was and how he. So it's kind of like, OK, well, of course, I can't like think of him as only this this guy who sits in heaven and all of this is heaven or hell bound. But coming out of that and really understanding, you know, um, I think for me, just wanting to understand more was a part of my my uh, transition, I'll say, in terms of being able to understand God a little bit better. Um, And now I think just as an adult trying to continually make sense of of the more that I do know, the less I feel like I actually know. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's vast and it's deep. And I mean, even as you were talking about it, I realized 
that there were times I felt guilty for wanting to understand God in a way that did not have to do with church. And I really, you know, it is, yeah, a lot of how I speak now has to do with the, the toiling, the, 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 uh, desperation, the yearning and longing to want a relationship with my creator while also feeling innately wrong with who I was from what I had been taught, right? Yeah. And so, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I think in a lot of ways, obviously, you know, this this work is never done. Um, I think, you know, and there's new levels to God as you grow in him, as you mature in him, as you experience him. And um, it's interesting because ultimately I feel like you find these deeper parts of yourself, which then send you back into more of him. It's, it's this very interesting cyclical uh, relationship. But yeah, like I, I, I personally had to leave and I say leave cause I don't have a better word for it, but I had to open up my mind beyond Christianity. I'm sorry, beyond the Bible in order to hear certain things in a different ways that allow me to appreciate what I think certain parts that I hear are trying to get across. And ultimately that all comes back to love and, and trying to understand uh, God, who is the source of all love, who is the creator and created us in love. And, you know, yeah, I had to step away, if you will, in order to find, find that understanding of God. Yeah. <coughs> what would you say that you understand about God now that you didn't before? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, got, I got so excited to respond to that. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. I just made this weird noise because I was like, <laughs> I thought you were like done. And I was like ready because genuinely I get excited talking about God now because literally <laughs> um, I feel like we have an intimate relationship that just gets stronger as I learn to trust him. Um, what I understand about God right now is that. God wants nothing but the best for me. He wants nothing but to love me unconditionally and show me who I can become through unconditional love. I realize that the relationship doesn't become what it is for me until I recognize that there is nothing that I can do to make him stop loving me. And in that, I really have the free will in order to become and to align with who I was created to be in him. But it's weird as long as there was restriction and doctrine and all these things around the relationship, it was almost like it was false because it was like, I'm only doing this because I'm scared of you. <laughs> you know, like I'm terrified of like, going to hell or that things are happening to me uh, because 
if I don't obey you, if I don't do this, then bad things are going to happen to me. You know what I mean? Like, and that is just such a toxic relationship. <laughs> Quite honestly, if you were talking about that with any human being, it'd be like, oh, <laughs> that's not something you should be in, you know? And so I'm so grateful that now I understand that God is absolutely 100% unconditional love and that I was created in that love and I was created to be a vessel of that love. And the times that I forget are just temporary hallucinations of fear but that literally nothing exists but his love and and we are extensions of that. Yeah, yeah that's good. I loved how you talked about um, your understanding of God through looking, connecting dots in your experiences. Um because I think that also speaks to the fact that like, I mean, I think we all learn through experience, um, but there's so many ways. Like I think um, everyone's understanding comes to them based on different things. Some people, some people are true learners through experience. You know what I mean? Um, and I learn through experience, but I think my seeking and my hunger also comes from like a deep, I, I love reading like hearing other people's thoughts about things. Um, but I realized that like everyone learns and experiences and, and comes to it in different ways. And I think that's so dope as well. Yeah. I think one of the other ways that really uh, I'm able to connect with God is through other people. Um, it's always been like that. And I don't, I, you know, I, I can obviously look at certain things that I know about myself and, create a narrative around what they mean so sometimes I, for the sake of trying to make it make sense um i may think that you know I, you know as an as a human being you know in this earthly form i'm very meticulous and i'm very logical and those things are things that people who know me know about me um and while they serve me in, well in certain capacities i think i'm i through trying to create or have or renew or keep the relationship I have with my creator. It's kind of this obstacle to kind of almost every single time get out of my head or get out of my own way. And for a long time, it's been difficult. It feels like a barrier. It feels like a thing that I have to go through. Oh, I have to do X or Y to get into this feeling of God or, you know... <laughs> be on my God, you know, whatever that may mean. Um, and, and at times wanting to connect or something like that and, and really feel like I'm not, I, I'm, I'm trying to think too logically about it. Um, and I think the op is funny because then there'll be times where, and there was always times I think I just recently started to realize what they were in the last few years, but times when I would connect with people and, before I know it, I'm sitting there telling them something about what I see about them and where they'll go in life and what they can be and what their potential is. And it's such a strong connection. And, and again, I, I think I don't realize it until I'm done talking about it. And it's almost like, where did that come from? Because who am I to tell you where you are going or what you're doing? But I think, like I said, a, a recently realized that it's it isn't necessarily me and it's God using me um 
And to be honest, that's probably even just acknowledging it made it much more powerful. And that's probably um, the closest sometimes that I connect with God is when I'm being utilized. I can truly understand what that feels like. And it's different from anything else. And so I think in my whatever this journey looks like, I'm. I've become okay with my own pace at which I understand God because I think for a while I thought I could understand God Mm -hmm. fully in that, oh, okay, now I got it Mm -hmm. because that's how I look and need, you know, to to look into the world. And I'm even learning that I can't look, you know, at things in the world like that. Um, Sure, a report, sure, a campaign, sure, a client, but, you know, not everything in the world has a beginning and end that I can see and plan out. And so... For me, it's just understanding that I don't, the, even the overwhelm of saying, well, dang, I can't figure out God. So, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't have to be overwhelmed by that. I'm just piece by piece. But I know that's definitely a big piece of, of me connecting with God and my understanding of what I am and who I am to God and, and, and how he utilizes me and, and what that means to be utilized by him to be picked. I love that. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Healing in Hollywood. Please like, subscribe, share an episode with your friends. We appreciate you guys supporting this podcast and could not do this without your support. Thank you so much. And until next time, may we remain in love.